Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's work. And the Cosmere, I'm Eric, and joining me is Evgeny. Hi, hello, hi, I'm Argent. Hi. Also, we have Jesse. Hello, I'm Lady Lemus. And lastly, we have Veronica. Hello, I am Cheyenne Sedai. And I am Chaos, and you got any show and tell? Yeah, so... I have this water bottle. Wow, that's that's really what the fans are waiting for. Brilliant. Uh, let me let me tell you if you if you are shopping at Costco, dear viewer or listener, Jesus Christ, um, don't buy the the Kirkland. The analytics water. are just crashing through this part. Uh, wow. No, so. Um, my my Mistborn playing cards arrived. Oh, nice! Uh, a few a few days ago. How many of those did you get? Came, hmm? How many of those did you get? Oh, I got just, just one. held up. Okay, you held up like three boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the thing I was I was leading into. So ah. so there's an outer box, and there's an inner box, and in the inner box you put the box with the cards. I see. Oh. Okay. Um, Not gonna lie, that seems like major overkill <laughs> it yeah and i spent like 10 minutes unboxing Can't confirm that, because... that it, yes he, he was trying to get this <laughs> yeah. that is what we spent the last 10 minutes before he got the recording it was, on it's just like how do i open this it was it was very this box was very very boxed and had to be all oh, the these feel nice though okay anyway so i got the folio <laughs> first impressions version. right here uh they're, Ooh, they're quite shiny. shiny that was very shiny uh, and you could almost say metallic yeah yeah uh i'm not gonna show all of them to you but i will find some some pictures so here's a um i think these are either spare cards or jokers but they're meant to be uh ruin and preservation oh and and obviously they're mirrors of one another and the center is different i quite like these okay i like these a lot um the ace looks like okay and let's find some some face cards let's do so the, is it uh, just that the face cards are characters and the other ones are normal cards yeah so so for example here is the yeah like the stormlight cards the, the, from the, the kickstarter yeah okay oh but they have the symbols on them cute they do have okay. the symbols yeah what symbols uh, hold so up again that yeah. i'm trying yeah, to show pictures jesse <laughs> I find it and really then, difficult to see like anything on most of these cards just from like the distance well, the computer is from my face and I don't want to get my face like right up in the camera. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, um, each each one actually has uh, a different color of so if we compare oh, the, nice. the spade Ooh, and the oh, cards, uh, you will you the other way. Whoops. Oh, like the foil's different? Yes, yeah, so like, if you... Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, right, so the symbol, yeah, yeah, you can see that. Yeah. So it's a different symbol, and it's a different color symbol. No, okay. And uh, I guess the the spades are the villains, or hemologically associated. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Oh, jeez characters all right and so we have we have marsh we have uh it says it says Colos, but we we all know this is human yeah uh and we have the the lord ruler 
Nice. Whom I quite Ooh, like in this in this nice. part. That's quite nice. Maybe I should have bought in... these. Can we still buy these? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's probably going to take like a year and a half for them to ship. That's. Oh, okay. You know, such is life. Yeah, I just forgot to buy them. I was like, ah, I'll buy like a cheaper thing. But yeah. there's a lot of Brandon uh, I... swag. It's hard to get yeah. everything. Yeah, it, it's also hard to like keep track of. <laughs> yeah, like I, I uh, was like, oh, that's neat. And I just totally forgot. Just completely. Yeah. Here's a, here's a mare. Ooh, Ooh, quite, quite rare mare. All the uh, the diamonds have like solid blocks of bronze as nice. Well, isn't that more middle. coppery? Uh, I guess it's coppery. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having Ooh. flashbacks to the copper mine logo color There's debate. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's copper, actually. That was that was a big wolf boy. Yeah. You guys have no idea how long we talked about the hex codes for that Coppermine logo. Oh, no. You, 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 I don't you even want to go back and look for those <laughs> in the chat. There were some just... very complicated things with like 16 options or something. I've seen the forms, but I don't want to go back and look at the chat. No, 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 you don't. And no one does. No one does. Um, cool. Well, those That's those look a... pretty swanky. Hmm. If you were curious, by the way, that's the King's Wild Mistborn deck. Well, I'll put a link in the description never... uh, to those. Uh, and yeah, those 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 definitely look well made, to say the least. They also feel quite nice. Um, Good. Like this is this is not the like the the bicycle deck of cards that you buy from your local Seven Eleven or whatever or Walgreens. Hey, I like those cards. I mean, they are. <laughs> they have they have endured the, the test of time and like a and bike the test of, like a bike uh, yeah and and the test of customer whims good to shuffle yeah i was wondering how those the misborn cards would shuffle uh some like ones are really nice probably will cool so recently in june there was a spoiler stream which was very amusing because Literally the day it was like the middle of a month. We're like, oh, you know, <laughs> for for audio listeners, uh, Evgeny was trying to balance the box of the deck of cards on his shoulder, and hilariously, uh, it did not work. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just have it be an eye patch. Be Kelsier. Um, R pirate Kelsier. I want to see that. Kelsey, Kelsey R. Kelsey R. <laughs> <laughs> the so, best pronunciation. Yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> oh, no. No, no Kelsey A, Kelsey R. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so in June, there was a spoiler stream, and literally the day that it got announced earlier, oh, we're yeah. like, there's no way there's going to be a spoiler stream this month. And so we, we recorded another thing, which you'll see in August. Uh, but... Amusingly, there was a spoiler stream, and presumably it was just later that month because Brandon got COVID, which is a great reason to not do a spoiler stream. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, so we are going to go through spoiler stream, words of Brandon, full spoilers, no secret project spoilers, though. But there uh, is a Stormlight 5 yes, question, Yes, so right? there will be, there, I think there, there will be some Stormlight 5 related questions. Yes, there definitely will. There definitely will. Yeah, 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 there totally will. Um, okay. So, if you're wondering 
why we're not mentioning something from Secret Projects is because we're deliberately not, and the questions aren't either. So we're not going to talk about that. But Stormlight Five Prologue, there will be stuff, which you should totally go check that out because it's it's so cool. It's quite the thing. Uh, highly recommend. Um, you can watch several of our videos uh, about it too. We have clip shows now, so it's very cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, let us head on in to Wob mode. Engage the Wob mode. We it need is like a we need Wob like mode a, engaged. Uh, like a Star Trek thing. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that's gonna be. Mm. What if we just have a text-to-speech thing uh, do it again, like the old, very old Who's That Cosmic <laughs> Character thing, <laughs> where, where we just edited over the, the Pokemon, Who's that? And then, Cosmic Character. Like, <laughs> there. Do we remember that? Yeah. yeah. A perfect joke. It, 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 it was pretty funny. I am pretty sure that that's what made us not be able to be monetized for a while. Because <laughs> we started yeah. to edit those out, and then we got <laughs> partner on YouTube. Like well done. Yeah, I listened to all those very old episodes. Oh yeah, they're so all still I do there. Remember that. They're all still there. Uh, cool. Ready, ready. Let's let's engage the the wob thrusters. The <laughs> wob wob. We're not in Mistborn Era Four. <laughs> we don't have uh, those and, yet. And and open open this show. I I am mixing my metaphors. Yeah. With a question from Page Runner. Uh huh. Uh, who, who presumably who transcribed this first because this is question yeah <laughs> presumably yes uh who says that in the rhythm of war ours arcanum chris says she sent her best agent among the stone wards was that naz uh and brandon says yes uh has he become a radiant asks page runner again and brandon raffles that but says yes she did send her best agent and her best agent is naz and he's not happy about it. <laughs> is Naz ever happy about anything? No, Naz never. is never happy about anything. Yeah. I mean, presumably he was happy at the moment when he was getting that embarrassing tattoo that he briefly talked about. Mm. Well, maybe if he becomes a radiant, he can get rid of it. But then he'll have to worry about how to get off the planet. So good luck with that, Chris and Naz. That's, you know, I guess... Guess we'll learn some uh, Stoneward stuff uh, eventually. Uh, I think Radiant Naz would be very cool. Yeah. Does Does Chris have other agents? Because it really feels like she just has Naz. Know. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I thought yeah. she just had Naz. Maybe we'll find out if they ever do the Chris uh, White Sands thing. Mm. Or a Silverlight novella. Mm -hmm. I mean, presumably chart. because she says one of my best agents, then there are others, right? Uh, yeah. But I doubt she runs like an entire company. Like, I think she has like a few trusted people, um, maybe maybe comparable to like Kelsier's crew in size. So maybe sure. like a dozen people tops. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, she could also just be like talking it up so people think she does. And like, she actually just has Naz. But she doesn't want people to think she only has, like, one person working with her. She's not going to say that. So she says, my best agent to give the illusion uh, that there's more. That, that's not Chris, no. She doesn't do that. She could. We don't know. But she probably has multiple agents. It's just funny that we only have one of them. Yeah. It's like, you think I one would pop up otherwise. But it's the best one. The best one. The one that we know. The one, the name that we have. Good. Okay, so the next question is from Joffwa. And he asked, it seemed that Dead Eyes can wander Shazma freely, but when summoned as a Shardblade and subsequently dismissed, 
They end up at the location in Shadesmar corresponding to the location of the Shardbearer. How does this work for Deadeyes who are cared for by loved ones like Captain Ikra? Brandon said that they would vanish if their sharp blade was summoned. And Adam followed up with, but it's been a while since that's happened, so it's not as much of a concern. Brandon responded with, you can assume that there are more Deadeyes wandering Shadesmar whose sharp blades have been lost than there are ones that the shard blades are kept. Probably about an equal number, I would say, 50-50. Though I would have to really crunch those numbers. I'll say that across 5,000 years-ish, not quite, but you know, that that a lot of those weapons, even though they are powerful and things like that, are going to get lost. Ships are going to get sunk, things, are co- things get covered over with creme on Roshar, People go up to cross mountain paths to go attack and they end up freezing and dying. And I think that over the years, there's been a ton of those that have been lost. But, okay. <sighs> I have some questions here. <laughs> I think we all do. I have, I have some issues here. Because, like, if you die, the shard blade isn't in Shadesmar anymore. Like, if you're bonded to a blade and you die, the blade, like, falls down next to you and then the dead eye would then therefore not be in Shadesmar, right? It would just be a blade in the physical realm, right? I I think <laughs> right? Brandon is like I think there are at least two maybe three different things that are being talked about here. I agree. Yes, yes. Brandon is talking like generally about the missing shard blades and not really yeah. specifically about this. I don't quite understand this 50-50 thing that he's saying. Like, I do think he needs to crunch some more numbers there because that doesn't seem correct, considering, like, how many stone wards and windrunners we see in yeah. the Eva's yeah. yeah. vision yeah. who yeah. drop their blades yeah. versus how many that we know of are in the world, which are not that many. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We, are, we are told well, of maybe a cup, couple of dozen blades in like in circulation yeah and we see hundreds of of wind runners and stone wars. and that's presumably not all the stone roads and not all the wind yeah. runners and certainly mm-hmm. not like all these others two orders. yeah it's just two orders probably maybe the most numerous maybe but mm-hmm. uh but yeah. hard to say this... it sounds like random kind of well, not kind of doesn't want to like do the math and figure out like exactly what happened with these, but there's still things missing that don't make sense with the way he's describing that the blades have been lost. Like it doesn't add up. But like if the blades are lost and the dead eyes aren't walking in Shadesmar. True or false? Isn't that 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 is absolutely like how it works if it's covered in creme. The dead eye yeah, would the not be in Shadesmar. If the blade is in the physical realm, right. then they are not in Shadesmar. Right. Yeah. So how I was thinking if there's the if there's a way to make that work and say, well, if the blade is in the physical realm, but it's not bonded to anyone, then maybe the spren returns. But then that has issues with how we think the radiance. Mm. Um uh, the radiance, the recreance, uh, happened, where Sprint couldn't get back to the other side to like tell their friends what happened. Um, oh right, yes, yes. I'm glad you mm-hmm. remember that episode that we did because I I don't. Um, 
I thought it was it was an interesting idea. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I would say yes. You really need to crunch those numbers, Brandon, because I I have some uh, I have some issues with this. More like Brandon is going to ask whoever he mentioned the other day is helping him <laughs> with these things to mm. crunch those numbers. Mm. <laughs> Outsourcing. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, I believe we grabbed that. Uh, so, yeah. Neat. So, the next question is from Chris D. And it says, if Hoyt collects a form of investiture from any planet, will it grant him special effect? And Brendan says he hopes so. Cool. That, that, makes, that makes a lot Pretty of sense. Forward. Yeah. Does it? Well, well, I, mean, I, I found this very surprising. Oh, really? Like, it, it has been Why? a theory in the fandom for a long time that he yeah. is uh, collecting investitures yeah. from all the shards because something with Aiden and Alcium, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are you, like, are you wondering the, the transition from collect all the things and then, like, question mark, question mark, <laughs> yeah. and then, like, it's the, the end yeah. step is, like, instead of profit, it's Aiden and Alcium, <laughs> like, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have questions about the question marks. Like, <laughs> how, how does the fact that he is... A radiant and has breaths and Alimanti. however many other things, presumably all of the things he he's able to collect, right? Yeah. Well, like what what is he is he hoping to like combine all of that investiture into some kind of primordial adenalcium investiture, or yeah. is he hoping to gain some kind of connection, or is he hoping to like? tap into yeah. some power that I, I i don't know i mean th- this has been in the fandom for so long and he's been collecting magics for so long on like every planet that i'm like i'm not surprised uh but like maybe i don't know like what hoyd's plan is is always uh very mm-hmm. odd and interesting right so i think that's the real question here like what he plans to do with all this investiture he collects rather than, well, will it give him anything? Because presumably it will. Yeah. Like, he's become a radiant and all these things. So he's definitely gained benefits from it. The thing is, what does he want to do with all that? Well, I read Brandon's answer as, like, the whole is going to be more than the sum of its parts. Mm, right. I don't know. I hope it's cool, though, you know? Like, I, I hope, like, when we get to Mistborn Era 4 and... Hoyd's like, I'm mini Adenalcium. Okay, well, that sounds lame, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I have coll- I got the 16th form of investiture. I got one from each shard. Ding, 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 ding. Ta-da! I'm something now. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. It'd this- be cool to see the combinations of magic systems used together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I wonder if there would be, like, some interference, right? Because Alamancy and Farakemi interfere. Uh, like, I wonder if there would be any of that here, or maybe that wouldn't be relevant uh, for Hoyd. Uh, it certainly doesn't seem relevant currently, but... I guess it's also interesting to consider that, like, he might need to get his hands on something from Ruin, and and is that right. going to be Hemalurgy, or is he going to need to, like... Because he doesn't like Hemalurgy. Uh, but maybe mm. he's just like, well, I will, I will spike myself as like the very last thing I do. Like this is gonna be. <laughs> that's the last one. Uh, oh, and that, and that's yeah. why it's in Mistborn Era Four. So then it feels Mistborny, obviously, right? <laughs> sure. You just do that uh, at the very end. It's like. <laughs> but but is he 
or, or is he going to try to find like another place where ruins investiture has manifested as an arcana and it's not quite as as potentially distasteful as hemolurgy is hmm maybe on hmm. vax nice <laughs> easy sure yeah easy if, Drop if, it if you remember vax. vax at it comment if you remember vax yeah exactly yeah nice cool uh, so this next question I asked, but I actually just posted Grace's question because I was like, I don't know. I, I don't really have questions anymore, uh, but Grace did, but she couldn't post it. So I'm like, yeah, I'll post it for you. So this question comes directly from our Herald episodes uh, that we just <laughs> did. Uh, so if you listen to those and you're like, wait, didn't they answer things on the stream? Yeah, that's because we asked these after we recorded. You just hadn't heard them yet. We know Nail was the only Herald to join his order. Based on the vision Dalinar had while touching him, it seemingly happened before the last desolation. Did Nail spend time on Braze while he had a Nahal bond? What happened to his high spren while he was there? What a good question, Grace. Brandon, good question. Uh, so if you end up in Braze as a herald with a Nahalban, your Spren most likely would end up there with you. But there are circumstances where the Spren could be left in Shadesmar and be separated from you. Both are possible. Uh that that that's kind of terrifying for uh yes. high Spren, I'm, I gotta say. That doesn't sound nice. Yeah. Poor Spren. <laughs> I mean that that seems like a thing where uh maybe that's not helping Nail's psychosis when he's like Spren tell me good life advice for how to do things and the Spren's like Screamed. yeah I, I was tortured too man like I don't know you know uh we talked about the potential timeline of like Nail's life according to um yeah. Uh, to the visions Dalinar saw. Yep. At which point did we say that he would have bonded the Spren? It's pretty far back. Uh, further yeah. back than we expected. I feel like. Yeah. Like, like I know I was surprised. Like, noting that but, things were reverse chronological. Before, before the last desolation, right? But before the last desolation, for yes. sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so there was an opportunity for, for this hypothetical to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, what was it? Um, yeah, because the oldest thing was obviously the Oath Pact, and then... All the fighting that Dalinar can't distinguish. Uh, this is Rhythm of War Chapter 47, by the way. Uh, and then Nail kneeling before High Spren. And then, then he's talking about laws. Then there's the child one. And then Dalnar mm. saw Nail stepping away from a discarded blade rammed in stone. So presumably pretty late, but not the final desolation. I mean, honestly, this, this feels like it happened around the formation of the Indians. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's that is interesting. Like no, no, don't times. Yeah, maybe we'll find out in Harold flashbacks. I, I, I think so. Like a, a lot of this stuff is foreshadowing Harold stuff, right? That's how it works. Uh, but to go back to the question, I wonder if it's just a matter of, uh, like the oath. You were in like how closely is your soul bound to the soul of your spren, mm -hmm. or if there is a more complicated thing going on. 
in terms of like if this friend goes with you to yeah. raise or if it stays in Shadesmar. So maybe if you're still at like first ideal, second ideal, yeah. it stays mm-hmm. in Shadesmar, but the higher ones, it has to go with you and have a little mm-hmm. torturous holiday. <laughs> no. Good old, it's good old so family, family fun time. Take a break from all the fighting or Rosha. Get away oh. to somewhere where it's warm. <laughs> because it's, it's like cold or warm on braids. I can't remember anymore. Why not both? Yeah, I mean, there's fire, but also like in the physical realm, it's like pretty cold. So you know how there's a common theory that Calden will become a herald, right? Hmm. This way yeah. we can torture both Calden and Sill. <laughs> Oh great! <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, what that just came fun. into my mind, so I had to, I had to just tell you guys about that. Book five is gonna be the darkest timeline. <laughs> let's move on to happier things. Then let's let's. Oh, that's it's this question, isn't it? Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> um, unseen forces have have maneuvered this question to land upon me. Yes. <laughs> And by unseen, uh, it's like you're literally looking right at them because I just switched them the, by the by the unholy power of cut and paste. And and so someone asks, was Shalan's mom a herald? And I, I can I can read the answer to you. It's it's like two sentences. Uh, but instead, because tone is very important. Tone is very to important in this, this one. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let. Brandon uh, give you his answer. Take it away, Brandon. What would make you ask that? Oh, the chat did. That's the why chat. I... Uh, why would they ask that? I don't know. The Stormfather said that the Heralds... that, that would That's impossible. Great. So, uh, what do you think that tone means, guys? <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I mean, I, I, I hate think... it. <laughs> yeah, Jess is a known uh, Chana Devar. Uh, like she, she does not like that idea. No. Um. So clearly, Brandon is well aware of this theory. I feel like that is clear. Yeah. Because <sighs> it's been around for a long time, but only gained popularity after the Stormlight Five prologue, right? Uh, well, Rhythm of War and then Stormlight Five confirmed. Well, it was it really the fact that Talon didn't break that confirmation that really started popularizing it. But certainly the prologue, uh, the, the prologue <laughs> gave much more weight to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you are if you are not a regular aware. listener, or if you don't know the Chana Davar theory, <laughs> uh, the TLDR is that uh, Shalan's mom was actually Chana, the Herald, and. Um, Tone never broke, uh, as per word of Brandon from uh, yep. last couple of years. Yep. And and the theory goes, well, if he never broke, then like who let the fuse in? Um, it must have been one of the other heralds who like died, went back, broke, because they don't have Tone's mythical endurance. And uh, so who, who could that be? Well, uh... Let's make it Shana because she, <laughs> has, she has red, red hair. hair. Easy, that's, that's it. That's that's and, about and it. And Shalan's really. past is already messy enough. <laughs> yeah, let's stick an unmade there too. Shove There's another a... weird thing. Yeah, 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 sure, easy. <laughs> um, and and with the prologue of Stormlight Five, um, you could argue that it gives more credence to the theory because the herald um, died in it. 
we we know that the herald died and the timeline of when the prologue happened like when Gavilar's assassination happens roughly lines up with uh with mm-hmm. the death of yep. Shalon's mom yep. uh if you look at the timeline yep. obviously there's like margin for error but yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, we had to specifically put on the copper mine because people were taking maybe our copper Joff's error bars maybe a little too too literally. Uh, but um, and and the prologue does um, it 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 seems to intentionally draw attention to the fact that Chana was one like that's true. Gavilar's walking around. Yeah, that is and, true. And. He doesn't mention all of the heralds. He mentions, I think, like Jezrian because of the the kingship theme, mm-hmm. and he mentions Chana. He's like, "Oh, she was well known for having for her red hair." hair. Was she? I'm like, "That's <laughs> why? Why would you say that?" <laughs> just, just, just look at how disappointed Jess is in this entire conversation. <laughs> so upset. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't, I don't like the the fact that this is becoming more and more legitimate by the day <laughs> yeah um, like I, yeah. I almost felt this was a confirmation which uh jess was uh like no 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 that's not what that says like until it's in the book i'm not gonna believe it yeah it was so funny just reading like everyone's reactions to the stormlight <laughs> 5 prologue when it was up uh, in snapchat yeah. i just was like wait was it actually confirmed and then I mean, everyone, was, really. it was like it's not actually a confirmation. Why is everyone no. saying it? It doesn't matter. Canon. No, and, and this swap isn't confirmation either, right? People will, no. like, yeah. People will like Chana Defat is confirmed. I'm like, why? Because they said she has red hair, <laughs> guys. <laughs> you, can, you can very easily read the swab as as Brandon being aware of the theory and like very heavily just like trolling people and leading people oh, yeah. into. Yeah, just so um, everyone knows, remember he he is a showman. He really likes trolling by certain things. Even if so. he says he doesn't. Yeah, even if he says he doesn't, it's like, oh, here's four extra books. What's up? I'm totally <laughs> dying. Oh wait, no. Have invested on Rashar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember. I was there <laughs> for that one. God. Uh, so yes, Brandon really likes trolling. So. Uh, this this doesn't confirm anything, but clearly he is very aware of any implications. Like, what? What are you talking about? There's no way. Why would that? That's impossible. There is there is one one bit that I want to address very quickly, hopefully, okay. and that's the end where uh, Brandon starts a sentence that would go: "The Stormfather said that the heralds." And and then I think he uh, either changes his mind or interrupts himself and goes, "Oh no, that that's impossible." And, and I've been trying to think, like, what is the thing, like, how, how, what is, what is the impossible thing that the Stormfather claims? It, like, what, what is impossible for the Heralds? Because I don't think, I don't think the Stormfather talks about them having a child. Do, do you know that for a fact? Uh, I, well, so it depends whether Brandon is referring to the Stormfather in Stormlight Five's prologue and what, uh, that Stormfather claimed, right? Which I do believe that is the Stormfather. But, uh, like, is he saying what the Stormfather claimed in that prologue that that's impossible? Or if something else that the Stormfather claimed? Because, like, certainly in the Stormlight 5 prologue, 
The Stormfather is just like, oh, yeah, Gavlar, yeah, the heralds are gone. They're, they're not heralds. Oh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, like, that would, by that logic, it would be... Oh, sure. Right? It would be impossible because the heralds were never there in the first place and the Stormfather yeah, yeah, is just okay. lying, right? Okay, sure. I, I, can't, I can't really I can think of anything it. more likely than that. I can buy that, sure. By the uh, gods above and the gods of cut and paste... Evgeny got the cursed question and I got the fun cryptic question. So oh, quantum oh. shenanigans says, <laughs> why do cryptics have such a bad rap amongst other Spren? The contrast between what Spren think about cryptics compared to how they come across to the reader is hilarious. They're these utterly guileless beings who never try to fight anyone or conquer anything in Shadesmire and who can literally can't lie without audibly buzzing, and yet other Spren talk about them as if they're Machiavellian geniuses bent on dominating everyone else. This is such a good question, too. It is. question. Brandon says, I love that you picked up on this. There's a couple of things going on here. One is that the cryptics are just kind of their own weird little club. I mean, all of the various different Spren are, to an extent, but the cryptics are the ones of those that are extra. You know, that word, extra. They're extra. (laughs) I had to cut a scene that was very fun that would explain some of this, but you get a little bit of it. I reuse some of the same concepts in Rhythm of War when Shalon is around a lot of them. They can get to be a bit much, and because they will start talking in numbers and in mathematical formulas, they often seem like they're planning something, when in reality... They're just not quite getting what's going on in the same way. And it's kind of this. When you meet somebody that you don't quite get, sometimes you assume things about them. That said, there have been some very smart, dangerous cryptics in the past, and the Spren have long memories. So the reputation isn't entirely unearned. But it is perhaps too liberally applied as a stereotype to an entire race. That never happens when a small percentage of them might have earned this reputation individually fascinating it's a really good question so good yeah yeah it's definitely a question that i had coming out of rhythm of war in particular because up till then we've only really had Patton, and it's like okay Patton might just be like this and be like fun and quirky and the other spread are like "Mm, cryptics i don't know and then Patton's just like you know the nice guy that really likes to get along with everyone but then when we see all the other ones as well, it's like, why do people think this about you compared to like some of the other um, Spren types who have done more in the Jadesmar past that and kind of really deserve their reputation like the Honest Spren do? The Cryptics just didn't seem to deserve the reputation that they mm-hmm. got. But yeah. they, I think someone made the joke either in like the Discord chat or like, somewhere that they're basically the theater kids of the Shadesmar oh, yeah. uh, lands and like I thought that was like a very apt description yeah, yeah. the other sprint definitely seem a lot more terrifying than than what we yeah. see from the crypt or, yeah. or the ink sprint I might say mm-hmm. yeah the ink I mean I would love to see some more ink sprint stuff and seeing how they interact and stuff but uh yeah they're dangerous but I I feel like well, the honest man literally have tried to take over all of Shadesmar. Like yeah, they yeah. are yeah. The, the elite of Shadesmar. They are the yeah. conquerors. They've just yeah. done very badly at it. Yeah. And everyone yeah. hates them for it now. Yeah. 
And then honestly, we can see why exactly every other friend would hate the honors friend. It's very clear yeah. why. Uh, but I can definitely believe there being some very smart uh, and dangerous cryptics that have done some dangerous mm -hmm. things. And yeah, when you're immortal, right? Essentially, as a spren, you have long memories, and so you'll remember that. Uh, there is apparently a cryptic city in Shadesmar, and I do really wish to go to the cryptic city and just see like a full city of them. That that would be really fun, I think. Yeah, like if Vonner, um, if lasting integrity was strange and architecturally, and yeah. there was so much going on there, imagine what a cryptic city is like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be full on. It'll be sure. insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I just want to say that as a math professor, you know, most people don't like math. And I feel like that's why they, that Spren also generally don't like math. I think this is a confirmation <laughs> that Spren carry that same human bias of not liking math. And so weird, uh, like, Spren that talk in math, people don't like. That's fact. Okay. Uh, but I mean, at this point, if it's if it's humans and Spren that have an issue with it, is it a bias or are we all collectively picking up on the fact that math is of the enemy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because math is all about passion, right? <laughs> oh, wait. You're pretty passionate about math. Well, okay, that's true. Cool. What a great question. So uh, MS07B3 said, uh, given Demo's religious fervor, is there a reason he's not a ghost blood? Which is a very interesting question. Mm -hmm. And Brandon said, yes, I might get into it someday. I will not get into it now. Yep, sounds about right. That's a very good question because uh, mm -hmm. like Demo was one of like the first people like mm. like propagating survivor survivorism essentially, right? Mm. Uh, and like really believed in Kelsier. So I I wonder if they had a a falling out of sorts because mm -hmm. by the time we see Demo, we see him as a member of the seventeenth of the in-world organization, the seventeenth shard, mm -hmm. which are known for their um let's so, so let's get this straight. Yeah, the neutral not not interventionist policy. Um yeah. Yeah, ghost know? bloods are not that, that's for sure. Do we know that the 17th Shard are not interventionists, or do we know that Frost, who is kind of friendly with them, is an interventionist? Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if we've extrapolated too far on that. Uh, I feel like they definitely don't act as much as other organizations like the ghost ones would right and so yeah it would make sense to me that they and the ghost bloods would not be fans of each other how about that and 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 that's kind of what i was driving at yeah right i think that maybe joined them and yeah maybe he was a ghost um, blood for a bit and then it's like nope i'm out yeah yeah that'd be interesting yeah good question uh, I, I hadn't really thought of that, but that's a very good question. I mean, I imagine we'll have the answer sometime. Either maybe in Era 3, because it seems like, like the Ghost Bloods are gaining more prominency, like the Cosmere in general, mm -hmm. or yeah. Revelation yeah, yeah, yeah. Up next. 
we kind of have this answer. I feel like we might not. Like we might get a more generalized understanding about the seventeenth mm. shard and what they're doing, and be able to extrapolate a bit okay. better mm-hmm. on that. But just like the the fact that Brandon says he might get into it someday makes me think that like we might not mm. actually see yeah. Demo again. Um, or if we do, it might be in another like tiny scene like this, where it's just kind of a cameo more than anything. Like I, yeah. I, I don't see us like delving deep into like his character and what he's been doing. Mm, and, like, that's where true. he's going. I don't think he's coming up as like a major character again. And Brandon hasn't seemed to be very like forthcoming about what the Seventeenth Shard, like the Inworld organization, is doing. Uh, nope, nope. He and he said we we asked him about this when he came on uh, Shardcast after Rhythm of War, and he's like, ah, Silverlight. Then you'll you'll see him. So uh, let's we we keep shoving all of our hopes and dreams into that Silverlight novella, right? Uh, we, get, really? we get Chris stuff. We get Seventeenth Shard stuff. We get Demul stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's, it's really great. That we have a name that basically means nothing to anyone who's an outsider. At, and, and even if you've read the books, you're like, 17shard.com? What the hell even is that? And it's like, yeah, it really hasn't been very important to the books, has it? The only advantage is if you organize your subscription feed in A to Z. Uh, 17shard is usually first because it has a numeral in it. Ha! Take that. So that that's nice. Speaking of the 17shard... Ladderstyle asks, will we see any more of the 17 shards soon, or are they more of a Dragonsteel slash Era 4 kind of thing? Brandon, you're not going to see a ton of them in Book 5, and you're not going to see them soon. So, again, as as Brandon did say about Silverlight stuff, so. Womp womp. Womp womp. Uh, yeah, so our name will be even more of a misnomer. Uh, I mean... Wouldn't it have been funny if we were like called the Ghostbloods and then Alex was like, oh my God. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I quit. I quit. Yeah, I quit. But after definitely not having taken a break to talk about Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> we uh, we move on to the next question who comes uh, from Letters Words. Worlds. Letters Worlds. Words. Letters Words. I know words and I know worlds. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Um, who asks uh, the fused only use nine of the surges they don't use adhesion and Drabonial describes adhesion as not a true surge does this mean in its original form on Ashen surge binding had no equivalent to adhesion and it was created by honor later Uh, Bren says that is a valid way of theorizing and I would encourage you to go that direction Rabonio is not based, which is what I was going to say, biased. Uh-huh. Um, so take those two sentences as separate things. Do be aware she is very, very biased. And also your theorizing could bear fruit going that direction. But wasn't an Ishar a bondsmith on Ashen? Yeah, he was. Yeah. So that must mean there's some adhesion-y thing, right? I mean, it depends on the definition of a bonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sure does. What is a surge? What is a surge? No, and it also depends on the definition of adhesion itself, right? Because there's like spiritual adhesion and like 
regular adhesion mm. and we've seen both of them now and they're very different just a little bit <laughs> both of them are like the same surge but sure yeah so i was gonna say something you know i have a different thought because okay. like a lot of the spiritual adhesion is to do with connection right yeah. so maybe what um ishar had on ashen was less like what adhesion is in the present day and is much more a more pure connection based mm-hmm. magic okay yeah, that, that's for a long time. That's been my theory. Like, yeah, no, I, uh, I buy that. Asking, asking whether there was adhesion on Ashen is a bit like asking whether the surge of illumination was present on Yolen because life weaving, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's that's a fair point. Yeah, what what even that does that mean, right? Yeah, yeah. So, questioner asks, did Odium have a lasting effect on Nightblood? Brandon, yes. But basically, everything has a lasting effect, right? <laughs> Odium had a lasting effect on Nightbot, but not a significant one. Brandon, the master troll here. Yep. This is a answer. Technically correct is the best kind of correct. I assume this is in relation to, like, Odium being stabbed. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. With blood. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, and, like, yeah. consuming a shard's pure energy. Like, yeah, yeah I do feel like that's going to have an effect yeah. of some sort. So I, I, I suspect uh, what the questioner was going for here was, does the fact that Nightblood has consumed, you know, Raze's vessel or a significant portion of Odium's investiture or anything like that, would that have like any kind of odious effect on Nightblood or its intent or its powers or whatever? Um, and I think the answer to that is a, is a clear no, but it will have an effect in, in the sense that Nightblood absorbs investiture from anything that he stabs. And so, yes, the effect is Nightblood is now more powerful. But it's not like qualitatively different from the way it was before. Mm-hmm. Mm, sure. I do wonder if, because Nightblood like, actually was full, right? After consuming yeah. um, Rays. Which is the first time that we've kind of seen him, you know, seen Nightblood in that state. So I wonder if there's kind of two things. Is like, if Nightblood's af- uh, like hunger is now sated, is it just gonna like go down slowly and then he can only consume a little bit to like reach that top again? Or is it gonna go down completely and he, he kind of has this vast amount of uh, hunger again? Or is it just gonna expand how much he can consume in total? Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's a lot of nightblood mechanics there. That they're good questions. I feel he I think will nightblood event- stomach. Yeah, nightblood stomach mechanics. Here, that's. Yeah, a- yeah. I would say that would be the title of the video, but that's not the title of the video. <laughs> We're gonna talk about silver in a bit. Don't worry. <laughs> I feel like eventually he will be like even like probably in a few days he'll be like give me investor i'm hungry uh, again yeah uh i don't know if like this will change his investiture stomach size <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> like i mean i feel like anything that he does uh consume ha- has that effect yeah 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 it just reminds me of the super old Night's Blood episode, which is a ton of fun and also really outdated. Yeah, 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 point. yeah. Go, go, go listen to that. That's... I, 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 no, before the, the video one... time. Oh, was it before video time or even before? Mm. Or was it the Shard Keepers, the, the one way back? No, it was before video, but oh, after so, Oath okay. I'll put a card. Wrong. I'll put a card on the upper. Nope. 
That way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, Deku12345 asked, in the Stormlight 5 prologue, wouldn't Gavilar have recognized that Zeth was holding an honor blade? <laughs> he was just studying them earlier that day. And That's a good question. Gavilar was busy being killed. Mm. And Adam follows up with, uh, that's a pretty good reason not to notice something. And Brandon yeah. says, I think it's possible that he would have noticed that, yes. I okay. hate when my schedule just fills up with being killed. <laughs> <laughs> Counter event being killed in 30 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> it's an old day event. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did have a lot of meetings. He's a little distracted, too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. The good the thing is, the calendar after that is completely blank. <laughs> and, like, also, like, before Hopefully. he was actually killed, that fight was insane. I mean, he was trying to process what Zeth was doing with the like ceiling and the stormlight and everything that was going on at the same yeah. time. Yeah, it, it is. It is though funny. The more we learn about things that like Jezrian's blade is very small compared with like these massive shard blades. It's like, hey, it's a shard blade. I'm like, I mean, yeah, but I guess you'd still call it a shard blade when people's, when you see someone's eyes being burned. I was like, I guess it's a yeah. shard blade. I'm not going to. Eh. I'm not going to worry about that. And it cuts through anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So Sapphire Bombay asks, in The Way of Kings, when Yasna gifts Shalon the Book of Endless Pages, she mentions that someone dear to her once made a very uh, sincere attempt at converting her to Voronism. Who is he, and how did he manage to appeal to her senses? Brandon, well, wait for the Yasna flashbacks. Uh, Adam, did I miss something about it being a he or did they assume a gender brandon they're making some assumptions i believe uh and apparently yasna does uh refer to the person who tried to convert her as a he uh yeah i kind of forgot about this so uh yeah that'll be cool to see and yeah, yasna I'm... flashbacks are the ones that are furthest away yeah but so but i really want to get to those yeah but also I, I, color bias, so. I will say I'm more, much more interested in Harold flashbacks than y- mm-hmm. Yasna's flashbacks. And oh, so yeah. if we have it's Harold obvious. flashbacks and then book 10 is Yasna, I, f- I mean, I would assume Brandon has a plan to make that be very important to the plot, but I'm just like, how could that be more cool than Harold flashbacks? I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, the, the lunacy thing might be... Might be like, very important. That's some, some Some really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably is. Uh, speaking of big deals, why don't you read this next one, Evgeny? Speaking of big deals, this is not one. <laughs> so, the most th- arcane there, like... of BS right here in this next swap. I'm so excited. There's like three people on this planet who. No, no, no. Know we've about... talked about it in WAB episodes before. <laughs> yeah, we Solidly have. dozens, we have. okay? Um. <laughs> So, so Mori, Mori Willow, uh, member of our community, uh, says that you, Brandon, once mentioned something called honor's purposes to uh, Argent, also known as Evgeny, also known as this guy. <laughs> Are these purposes the same? or related to the core theme of each of the Night Radiant Orders. For example, unity, protection, justice, etc. <laughs> and, and Brandon correctly 
identifies that that gives me a lot of wiggle room <laughs> related to yes but that's a wiggly answer wasn't our chat like maury why would you ask something like that you should know better <laughs> you should know <laughs> you yeah. should know better than to related in your question Same and, and th thus continues the the saga and the legacy <laughs> of us trying to find out anything about honor's purposes I, because... doesn't this double our amount of information about honor's purposes uh, uh, no this is like the third or the fourth oh law. the third or the fourth it, oh, okay okay now mind you like none of them add to the total amount of, of knowledge <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i was i was at a signing several years back and uh my the recorder uh wasn't on for like my first three questions or whatever and one of those questions was uh i don't remember what the question was but brandon made a reference to uh something he called honor's purposes in the context of like 10 being important to roshar or yeah or to honor and and i couldn't remember the answer well enough to uh uh to to transcribe it and for several years since then i am i've been trying to like find out like a sentence definition of those honors purpose and, and just nothing no it's, the quest continues and i believe in a wab episode i added to the mythology that there's also honors porpoises which are the space whales <laughs> that calvin will get in the back half and we'll train that squad, obviously. Very important. Yes. <laughs> but that that that's fanon. That's that's not a fact. But honor's purposes <laughs> are evidently a thing, maybe. <laughs> when will this be when will this matter? Probably never. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I'm surprised like, Brandon even remembered it, unless his answer was just Wiggly because he re recognized the word related to and has no idea what oh yeah he's talking about yeah no hundred percent I I am always surprised like Brandon definitely doesn't remember timeline things but random world building factoids he's very good at that that like I still remember like a year or so ago where like someone asks it's like oh who would you go on an adventure with and someone's like mentioning axes and Brandon's just like, oh no, he has the curse of kind. Okay. That is a bad idea. And it's like, that doubled our curse of kind knowledge right there. It's like, oh, that's a thing. That's right. It is a thing. We kind of forgot because it hasn't mattered at all to anything. At, at this point, I wonder if honor's purposes. So <clears throat> I, I see it as, as one, of, one, of two, two, one of two ways this can go. Uh, way number one is this is not something Brandon really intended to reveal at, at the time he did <laughs> reveal it to me. And uh -huh. so, uh, so honor's purposes are a big deal. And now every time someone asks him about it, he's like, what? <laughs> um, the other option is there some, some bullshit he made up on the spot. And now anytime someone asks him about it, he's like, what? I don't know. I'll add some more <laughs> to there. <laughs> Karen add it to the wiki. Maybe I should bug Karen. Maybe maybe she will ask be her about honor's purposes. More pliable. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about honor's there, purposes. Is there a page that is called <laughs> honor's purposes? 
or a section on Otter's page. I'm dying. Yeah, you are dying. Cool. Let's go to the next one. Okay, so long shot 97. In the Stormlight archives, cryptics are often humming to tunes that denote their emotional state. A rhythm of curiosity is cited, and Patton often hums when he is curious. The same goes for a rhythm of confusion. Are cryptics humming to the rhythms like the singers? If not, what are they humming? Brandon, they are humming to something very akin to the singer rhythms. I would call them the same with an asterisk. <laughs> asterisk and returns! The return of asterisk! Vivenna's Blade. <laughs> wow, that, that, you know, I, I am making a Words of Brandon playlist on the channel, and so if you want to look at oh. all the Words of Brandon, you can go look at that joke somewhere in some of our Words of Brandon episodes. There's many, many, many hours of them, but. It's an interesting question. It's a very interesting question. I am kind of surprised that there is an asterisk to this. Like, mm -hmm. it seemed pretty... It seems like it could be just pretty straightforward that it's like they're singing to the same rhythms because they're from the same place and, like, have the same pure tones and things like that in mm -hmm. where they are. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised that there is an asterisk, which makes me wonder how relevant asterisk actually, actually is. <laughs> Maybe just like a very, very minor qualitative difference because they're spren rather than singers yep. or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Or they're in the cognitive realm and the singers are in the physical. And so they're like mostly getting like the the rhythm, which comes from the spiritual, is like filtered slightly differently between the realms or whatever. Which obviously phase shifts the tone, obviously. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, hard to say what the asterisk is, but. I mean, that, that's very interesting that they're basically the same. Yeah. Okay, so uh, GK Pseudo asked, could primer cubes be used to store powers besides the schedule ones, such as surge binding? And Brandon says, yeah, this is theoretically possible, starting off with that. Uh, so much fun to have in the space age that I'm not going to let you have <laughs> yet. You have one more Mistborn book, one more Stormlight book, three more Mistborn books, and five more Stormlight books before I'm going to let you have that, but keep theorizing. <laughs> In addition to any number of other Cosmere things, uh -huh. uh, in addition, like, but those are the main projects. Yeah, yeah, and, and maybe three more Mistborn books out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, I think that's very reasonable. Uh, I maybe maybe you couldn't just use et metal. Maybe maybe you have to do something slightly mm. different, uh, mm. like different God metally things to make it work or maybe. something. But yeah. But, uh, yeah, like I do wonder crazy. with the Primer Cubes, um, like, it is cool how in Bands of Morning, the Primer Cubes do allow for, like, an expanded use of Allomancian Perikami by other people who don't necessarily have that power or any power. And same with the Medallions. And it does make me wonder how um, Scadrial, like, centric and based they are or whether they can easily just be transferred to other... Yeah systems and used as well so that's it'll be interesting to see mixings of magics i mean you could like a technological use of surge binding i mean we i guess we kind of can have that with fabrials to like create effects of surge binding yeah. potentially but uh i mean still primer cubes would still be very useful because mm -hmm. i mean who knows how the spren situation is going to work with fabrials yeah. hmm. 
Maybe you could make a half shard with a primer cube. Oh, back to bath. Okay. Are they Radiant's friend or are they not? Okay, that doesn't have anything to do with anything here. <laughs> so glad that we still don't have that answer. I know, right? It's, it's classic. We're gonna we're gonna ask so many half shard questions in the gap between Stormlight Five and Six. Yeah, when when there's just a, a break of books and we'll be like, Brandon, why did you put out four books in 2023 if there's this big gap of nothing as you're writing all three era three things? And we're just like, all right, creme cast. Let's do half shards again. Like, uh, all right, let's, let's get into it again. But I mean, I think that that break is like we're still going to be able to discuss a lot of what we won't be able to discuss because the secret projects are coming out so quickly and things like that. That's probably true. Yeah. See, I feel like we'll get to that break, and then Brandon will just drop another satisfaction. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. That, that, that does seem more likely, doesn't it? <laughs> Not having Brandon books to talk about is... N you don't want to short-sell Brandon's writing ability. That is always a losing bet, yeah. I feel like. And maybe in that break, like if we don't have any more Brandon books to talk about, maybe we might have some adaptations to talk about. Who knows? Oh, God. Nightmare. That's that's foreshadowing. Ooh, yes. There, there is movie stuff that we're going to talk about in the next episode, uh, kind of. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's kind of cool, though, too. So stay tuned to the next episode. We won't talk about it here. Tee hee hee. All right. This next one asks, if a planet has no sentient life, does it have a cognitive representation? If not, would the cognitive area generated in Shadesmar uh, whenever sapience or sentience appeared there? Brandon, people have started to talk about this because it is a legit thing. So if there's no sapient life or even sentient life, if it's a dead rock out in space and no one knows it's there, its manifestation in Shadesmar will be basically nothing. I say basically because the shards are aware of it, so there's probably going to be some bit of something that manifests, but until the attention of sapient beings starts focusing on it, it's not going to manifest very much in Shadesmar. It might be like a patch of ground that is a couple feet wide. <laughs> That's really funny. It is going to start growing as soon as they uh, do, presumably the sapient being starts thinking about it which distorts space in Shadesmar and makes roots between planets change and more distance come between them, which is very odd and very, very interesting, and it's one of my favorite parts about the whole thing. It should kind of break your brain and shouldn't really make sense with our physics. Great. Have fun, map makers! <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, I mean, this. I feel like this is kind of what we expected. Uh, that's kind of interesting that, like, oh, if the shards know about a place, then there would be a tiny representation of it. Which is kind of yeah. neat. Um, and, and realistically, the shards know about all of the places to like some small extent because they can sense their investiture throughout the entire cosmos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think that that's what he's saying. Yeah. Just how, how, how much are the shards aware of their power that was of Adenalcium that got colored mm. there that's very far away? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Enough to apparently spawn like I guess. I guess. a patch of ground per planet. That, that that's cool, but yeah, uh, you gotta you gotta have a space station on that uh, moon or something in the middle of nowhere, and then people will start thinking about it. Well, you don't have to have a space station there. People just have to think about. It. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So I guess that means, like, as people as astronomers are discovering places then their cognitive oh, yeah. uh, aspect mm -hmm. will slightly grow and the more people yep. who think about it their cognitive aspect grows that's very cool 
And I wonder if it goes the other way as well. So say like yep. someone found an island on the other side of Roshar, but then over 5,000 years, because of desolations, people forgot about it, whether that would shrink in Shadesmar. Yeah, and I think it would, would because yeah. I think Isaac might have talked about the canals in Shadesmar, yes. about how those will actually disappear if the like there's changes to the land masses in, um, in the so physical. We, we literally have that question okay. about the island on the other side of Rashar. <laughs> Yeah, like I know there's an island about. Uh, I know there's a question about an island on the other side of Roshar, but I thought that was more about if people knew about it, not if people forgot about it. Um, the the question is if there if there. I, I think the question is if there were people there. Obviously, it would have a cognitive res representation. And so, mm. what happens if those people die, right? And no one mm. else knows about this island. And the answer is, well, it's going to eventually like shrink. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. I remember this. Mm -hmm. Cool. Next question <laughs> uh, comes from an unknown questioner who says that stone is hard to awaken, partially because it's never been alive. On Rishar, there are tons of stone so cast corpses. <laughs> uh, right, because when lilies die, sometimes they turn yeah, them into stone right. statues. Would well, someone still cast easier? them into that. They don't like just spontaneously do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, would those be easier? Has Vashra thought of this? Uh, and Brandon says, yes, uh, I would say that he has. And yes, that would be easier. I wonder mm -hmm. if that is actually the basis for the um, Dedanir statues. The Phantoms? And no. that was where he got the oh, idea. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, because like he 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 wanted like stone powerful soldier dudes, right? Hmm. And uh, and like presumably he wouldn't have like actually been able to awaken them when he first went to Roshar, right? Uh, but maybe that gave him the idea of oh, I'll put a lifeless in a in stone, and maybe that'll work. Hmm. Yeah, I could see maybe some connection there, maybe. Well, even even if he could awaken them, he can't like bring fifty thousand light eyes corpses back to Nalthus to be his army. Well, not with that and... attitude. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like over time, like... there's there's a lot of statues. You just have a really big no. caravan. I'm getting like images of like what would Gavilar statue would be like if it were awakened. Gav. That that's Odin's the real champion? Odium's champion. It's Gavilar's yep. statue <laughs> reawakened by Basher, uh, and that turns into Odium's champion. Nice, love it, love it. <laughs> I actually kind of want fan art of that. I, I kind of want that too. <laughs> and then we'll be like, oh, that's why Basher's here on Roshar. Good that's to know he's good for stuff. something. Um, Although they're trying to explain Vestitur to Kaladin without him understanding anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Gavilar's back. No, no, no. It's just a statue. Don't worry, guys. It's fine. It's fine. Fake Gavilar. Fake Gavilar. Stone Gavilar. Cool. Does Nightblood have a favorite flavor or type of investiture? In addition, does different investiture taste different? Brandon. Yes, it would. But the thing is, when Nightblood is eating investiture, he is generally not in a mental state to really pay attention to that. He's not what you would call a connoisseur. 
he is a glutton. <laughs> Not that the two are mutually exclusive, <laughs> but kind of making a distinction there. Because of that, if you asked him, he wouldn't even really be able to remember. Because that time when he's really drinking it in, he is not himself, so to speak. But it would taste different to him if he were able to pay attention and to eloquently speak about those experiences. Aw, uh, Brandon, I would say that when Nightblood is on Sheath, that maybe that is the true him, and maybe the, the Sheath self. Uh, maybe maybe so that let's, is... let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Okay. I feel like preservation is like a minty maybe peppermint type of oh flavor. that's how you want to talk about this I, uh, I, yeah <laughs> you want to go through with each flavor I, I don't think they actually have physical flavors of Genny. they have spiritual I, flavors okay ask me how much i care <laughs> I, I'm no i'm currently on board with this so i think ruin would probably be like spiky Spicy, yeah, hot, like hot, yeah. spicy. Like I think, like minty and spicy, like complement each other as you well. You know, I know odiums would be very spicy. So I no, very, I think it's too plain was, for odium. Like I think you I, need like something, something worse for odium. I was wondering about odium, because <laughs> um, because I agree with you. I think minty and spicy are are a great combination for ruined preservation. I think odium might be like like sour patch kids, like sour. <laughs> Look, guys, you're the, you're the people who are doing two recordings. If you guys want to go down this path, I'm not going to stop you, okay? <laughs> I, no, I, I feel like Odium's like vital. super duper bitter. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. It's just the word. It's like that like eating a Eric, If you get it in the back of your throat, like mm. that type of stuff, mm. so bad. Oh. Yeah, mm. okay, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um. Right, uh... Tend to Gosh, go. If, if preservation is is minty, then what is honor? Because honor also feels like, like I am, I'm imagining like a, like like a like a, a, a minty bubblegum, like f- fresh winter air type of commercial. You know. Oh, that is not how I would describe honor. I don't think. No. No, I'd probably go for something that's like pretty. Pretty like standard savory, um, like hmm. enjoyable, but like kind of plain. You know what you're gonna get. <laughs> okay, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty much the like same every time. Fresh, fruity, um, citrusing maybe. What, what's endowment taste like? Oh, citrus, citrus. Oh, mm. Endowment might be the citrus. Yeah, I, could, I would, okay, I would yeah. go with endowment being yeah, citrus. That works more for endowment than it does for preserve, um, cultivation. Oh, you know what mercy is? Mercy is sweet. Mm. Like overpowering like sweet. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like very powerful sugary sweetness. And and it's it's nice, but it, it's also it's also kind of dangerous. Okay, what about ambition? Let's go. <laughs> What's an ambitious flavor? Uh, a recipe that you try that just doesn't quite work out. So, so first of all, I, th- I think can we agree that autonomy is like uh, not not a single flavor? It's like uh, uh, each like avatar a food, has a different like flavor. meal type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah obviously. <laughs> Ambition. God damn it! We guys. can't do hot again. <laughs> I don't know. Let's um, put in the comments uh, what you see. think ambition's flavor yeah. would be. Put, yeah, put, yeah. Put, yeah put let's, let's, let's put it up to you. 
Yeah, yeah. The, this this is how we get engagement, right? Yeah. Put down blue. Okay. Finally, we've made it to silver. Yeah. So, Ace Heat, who's also on the server, if I'm not I'm, wrong. I'm yep, that's right. Says, um, would it be possible to use an aluminum spike to permanently kill a spren? And Bren says, no, that's not going to work. Silver, on the other hand, there's some possibility. I, I remember our Discord chat was freaking out by this one. Yep. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Just explosion. Our Just casually show. throw that out there. It's interesting that aluminum definitely wouldn't work, though. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not like, it doesn't kill things, right? It's just sort of yeah. like... Like it's a blocking agent. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a yeah, 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 killing yeah. agent. I'm yeah. reminded um, of the question about whether you can kill Miles 100 lives with aluminum. And mm. Brandon's like, no. Like, the wound is not going to, like heal like it will heal around the aluminum but it will not like expel the bullet out like a normal bullet mm -hmm. and then heal the aluminum is going to be stuck in there and like you have to fish it out before you can heal so mm. yeah but silver on the other hand can apparently have an active effect that is yeah I'm That's surprised with this. Yeah. Um, and this maybe ties into the next question as well. Because yep. he's like, Silver could kill his friend. And like, we've just had a book where we found that the <laughs> anti investiture <laughs> can kill his friend. So, two things. How are these things similar? Uh, but secondly, why did they go through all of the work to make <laughs> anti investiture? Just just getting some silver and spiking people. Yeah, and it's not even like it's gold, right? They're one of the super rare metals. Right. That's right. It's silver. Uh, still casting, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, yeah. As yeah. long as it's not aluminum, yeah, you can totally soul cast it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, or soul cast into it, right? Because, uh, no, can you soul cast things into aluminum? You just can't soul yes, cast you, aluminum yeah, itself. Yeah, you can yes. soul cast into aluminium. Right. You can't right. soul cast aluminium itself. Yeah. Shalans and her brother's jewelry were aluminum right. that was like something was cast yep. into aluminum. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so... I, I was taking a shower this morning before this. I'm like, wow, that's just, that's just so weird. It, it, I think it's just more weird because silver doesn't have an alimantic effect. Like, it's just it just doesn't mm. do anything in the metallic arcs. But, like, I suppose that it's fine for metal to do different things. Like, there's more than 16 metals. Like, sure, that's not necessarily bad. It's just weird... Yeah. It's just weird, I'd say. I think we should read the next question. Yeah, let's read I the next question. So the next question is from I Can Banter. Me too. Uh, we know aluminum uh, blocks investiture. Does silver block anti-investiture? Brandon, so silver has its own weird mechanics that I'm slowly exploring in the Cosmere. That's not an answer to your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So that didn't really say anything other than that there are weird silver mechanics. Because mm. yeah. we've only uh, really seen silver on Threnody so far. And yep. like and, that in on Threnody it is used to kill the shades. And because so. there was the chain in Celebrant that was silvery, but we I don't um, think we know it's silver. And there was a thing with a cognitive anomaly as well, talked about in yeah, like in the um, rhythm of war epigraphs, right? Am I getting that right? I we don't so. know that it's silver. We do know that it's silvery in color, and yeah. it is. Rabonio says that it can be used to anchor one 
through cognitive anomalies or into <laughs> cognitive anomalies. <laughs> Late stage Kazir is gonna be crazy, guys. Like, there's so much it going really on is. here. What does that even mean? Like, yeah, it's so weird. It, like, presumably, to kill a Spren, you can't just use a silver spike. You like, presumably, you have to do something with it, right? Like, silver <sighs> by itself would not work. They would have figured that out. I feel like. Yeah, and now this is reminding me of something that makes it, it makes no sense at all. But Vampires? you said silver spike, and I'm like, there's a title of the black company that's a silver spike, and oh. it's a very weird silver spike. And I'm like, yeah, you maybe you have been in a black company. Yeah, always. What? What do they do on Serenity again? Like, do they have to do something special to the silver there, or it uh, just works? No, no, I think it just works. They just there. like put it around. Yeah, either and shades like, can't go powder. past it. Yeah. Or like, I wonder if it's because Spren are also cognitive beings. That was my thinking. It would as work well. on a Spren, mm -hmm. which makes me wonder: Could you kill Kelsio with a silver spike? That's a great question. That's a that's a good question. So, do we? I think know, I'm maybe gonna add it to my questions if list. If you made a like a thing of silver around you that your Spren couldn't pass it. <sighs> Let's ask some questions uh, in the next spoiler stream, specifically about some silver mechanics, and see if we can wheedle anything out of here. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm definitely adding that question to my list of things. A yeah. month after the Lost Metal, people were going to be asking silver questions. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. They're, you they're, don't know. They they will definitely not have any. I will. I will. <laughs> you now have a question to ask. I guess that's true. I should probably write it down, huh? Right, I, I actually am gonna write it down. Yeah, I I wrote down that Kelsier question. It feels to me like early on, like around shadows of self, shadows of self. No, the other shadows, shadows. for silence. Shadows for silence. <laughs> yeah, shadows for the silent self. Um, Brandon was exploring the idea of silver being special. Yeah. Um, in a non-alimentic capacity. Correct. Right? And. And it feels like he has now maybe either solidified uh, the idea or retconned it a little bit so that silver is important on a global Cosmere scale. And so he's like mm. looking for places, including the swab or these swabs, to introduce some silver lore and some silver canon in the same way that he... Um, did with aluminum you know a decade ago yeah it, it definitely feels like it's going to be not investor blocking like aluminum but just like it has effects on maybe cognitive things things mm -hmm. like that uh somehow huh i was gonna say investiture destroying but i like the idea that it's like not necessarily a destructive metal but one that interacts in interesting ways with the cognitive yeah. realm yeah. Ooh, yeah. I think that's more plausible than it being just a like purely destructive yeah. metal, right? Yeah, yeah, like for anti investiture to be important, and Brandon's talked is like I needed a thing to be like very powerful yeah. like that. Silver can't do that, but like maybe Okay, so here's a dark thought. So you're one of the Tashiki torturing Notum. Okay. Oh. Like, all right. Okay. Walk with me you? here. Uh, so, so that's great, Not right? Shooting. So, like, maybe like pouring silver into 
like Notum in the cognitive realm is like not nice to him. Like he probably doesn't like it, which is which might be re- like I don't know if if you had a silver sword and you stabbed a shade with it, it would die, but it might be very unpleasant, right? So like maybe getting the silver into a spren is also very unpleasant, but not necessarily deadly. But you could maybe hurt them enough so that they become dead eyes, essentially. Tukari. Oh, oh Tukari. Yeah, right. Tashika is the, the places with the... The, yeah. the group chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the group span reads. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, sorry. Tukar. Yeah. I like the idea of it being something that kind of affects the environment um, mm. of, like, the Cosmere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how you could make this in such a way to kill us, Brandon, but it's just... Yeah. Brandon must have just been so happy. He's like, Silver, on the other hand. <laughs> I'm giving yeah. you a factoid, and here's your factoid for the day. <laughs> cool. Mm. Evgeny, you're up next with Frost. Yes. Yes, I'm up next. Yes, this is me, the next. Um, And I will read a question from Luce Theron Telescope. Yep. Uh, and the question is, what does Hoyd, in his letter to Frost, say, as you are now essentially immortal, with our emphasis added on essentially? Way of King's first letter, by the way, in case you forgot. Epigraphs. Yep. To our understanding, as a dragon, Frost would have always been ageless, thus functionally immortal. Is this understanding incorrect, or is there something else going on with him? Uh, and Brandon says... There is something else going on with him. That is a good question. What does that even mean? Like, I think a lot of people have taken this to say, like, maybe Frost is now a Dawn Shard, but I think there was a recent wob that contradicted that. I'm not sure. Uh, I think we are getting a Dawn Shard wob in these next two, yeah? There, there is a Dawn Shard wob. So who knows, but I I think that's where the question was headed, because Mm. it seems to be a popular theory. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jess? When it says that, like, we know that dragon have always been ageless, is it specifically ageless that Brandon has said in the past? Because I think that ageless and immortal are two separate things. Immortal implies you can't die. Ageless just um, means you keep, like, you live without aging. Uh, Brandon there, has... I, I found a wob. Uh, oh, this, okay. So I found Dragon Immortal was a fantastic search. So the first one I found was from Sydney in 2017, uh, where... Uh, Brandon, this is paraphrased. Uh, The way I've written dragons in the Cosmere, all dragons are naturally, functionally immortal. They can be killed, but they don't age. Okay. Uh, And Brandon often makes that distinction, like immortality versus functional immortality. In fact, there is a really interesting immortality wob somewhere, you know, five years ago or whatever, where he like lists a bunch of immortal entities such as the Lord Ruler and the Returned and things like that um, and talks about their flavor of immortality. Uh, but it, the distinction between real immortality and functional immortality is one that he, uh, he makes often. 
And yeah. functional is you can be killed, but on your own, you cannot die. So, yeah. okay. So, would we assume that that now essentially immortal is Hoyt is saying, oh, instead of the usual dragon stuff, you, you are now a step above, and maybe now you mm-hmm. cannot be killed for whatever reason. That is kind of how I'm taking this. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the only that's way I can to make sense, right? Because, yeah. yeah. Because otherwise, the now wouldn't make sense. Yeah, right. Well, so and that's, that's what the question is about, right? Yeah. So it I makes what that me. Means. So it makes me think of Hoyt himself, mm. who is mm. more true. than functionally mortal. Uh, like, I don't know if he's. He's probably not indestructible, right? Um, Nightblood will still kill uh, him, but like most Night, normal Nightblood things, will still yeah. kill him. A shard can probably still end him, but he's not like decapitation is not a problem. It, it, for it him. can't. Yeah, it can't be one of those things where like how Blushweaver died, like returned kind of functionally immortal, but like you still slit their throat, right? Like that yeah. it's not a problem for Hoyd. And yeah. so, yeah. Okay. Something like that. Maybe something so similar to Hoydness. Yeah. Similar or even identical. Like if if uh, stuff. if but like we don't we don't know the current whereabouts of of Hoyd's Don Shard. We don't uh, know the current state of of Hoyd's Don Shard. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's certainly true. Mm-hmm. And so it is it is possible that Frost has it. Yep. And uh, Jess, do you want to read this next one that I just put up here? That might be relevant. <laughs> Okay, so the next question is by GK Pseudo. Do we know anyone who is currently a Dawn Shard other than Risen? Brandon, yes, you have met people who are current, at least one who is currently a Dawn Shard other than Risen. So we've met at Frost least before. one person. Well, like, we haven't met Frost, but, like, maybe he would say, it's like, I mean, I'm, you know, Frost, so whatever, that's fine. Like, there, there's some wiggle room I there. I mean, it's not canon. But we kind of have met him in the Traveler. Oh yeah, that's true. So, like, I, I think it's plausible that Frost could ha- be a Dawn Shard, right? Uh, like that—that's totally believable. Um. Oh, you know what's even cooler? What? Okay, I like I like this a lot. I like this medium. Um, Hoyd's Dawn Shard seems to be kind of related to the concept of of immutability right of of not cha- like hoyd's soul is kind of frozen uh at sure. least that's how i picture it sure. uh frozen in in the state that it was when he picked up the dawn shard and now so like even if you kill him even if you damage his soul the soul like restores itself back to that form that it sure. was okay that's how i think of of his dawn shard working immutability is very compatible with not intervention oh which is frost's big deal oh so maybe he actually Ooh. has that dawn shard itself maybe maybe oh that's interesting mm. and hoyd would clearly know where that dawn shard went evidently like maybe hoyd even gave it to frost i don't know now now yeah. frost your old reptile that you can't eat bacon and also are functionally essentially mortal mm. <laughs> I mean, it easily could be a thing where Frost is like, 
I will take this so other people, other idiots can't use it. That sounds very in character Disney. for him. That sounds me. like yeah. Frost. Yeah. yeah, that really does, right? Like, you know what? I'll I'll take the hit so other people don't have to. Also, I'm a dragon, so that's pretty great too. What are you gonna do? Uh, do we have any other ideas of who, at least one who is currently a Dawn Shard? Uh, like if we've literally met them and we take that word literally, like I don't I don't know who else. <sighs> could be like that's tricky i mean i i have to i have to acknowledge another theory that i find absolutely detestable oh no um uh kelsier oh yeah, I don't, that's, that's that's i don't know the survived on shard that doesn't that or don't or yeah. whatever yeah um i don't know the backing behind that theory outside of hey this would be cool um but it, it has to be mentioned so, Radatada asked, you said in previous swabs that there have been champions of other shards, like what Dalinar and Odium are doing in their deal. Would the battle between Elendon Marsh or Vin and Marsh count the similar type of contest of champions? Or would that have to be more formalized to have them considered champions? Brandon said, uh, to be considered. I would have said that had to be more formalized. I couldn't consider what happened there. It's definitely an echo, but I don't think it would fit. There's been legit, actual, contractual sorts of things that have happened. This is very interesting to me because mm -hmm. I was always like, oh, Ellen's kind of Vin's champion. Now, granted, does that even matter unless there is some contest of champions where you're choosing representatives to deal with some Shardic battle? Certainly, that is not the, what is happening there. It's more just like, hey, Ruin is empowering someone specific mm -hmm. that they're connecting to and vin's doing that as well so i suppose that kind of makes sense that it's like it, yeah it is not a contest of champions in that way i will there's no agreement behind it right 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 they certainly did but not i can that. see how it like echo like what, what yeah. i'm saying about how it echoes like it does have a very similar setup yeah i will cite uh, a wab from Jordan Khan 2018 that is tangentially related to okay. this, um, where I got to ask Brandon whether the heralds are champions of honor in the same way that uh, Tanavast was encouraging uh, Dalinar to force Odium to choose a champion. Right. right? So, uh, and and they are apparently similar. Apparently similar. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Almost makes me think isn't isn't there an implication that maybe Honor and Odium did this before with a contest of champions? No. No. Uh in fact the Stormfather says the opposite. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Cool. I, I'd have to reread that 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 last chapter of Way of Kings to be specific, because he yeah. thinks it might work, but all right, so this next question says, how much have you thought about a mathematical relationship between investiture and energy slash matter? Is there a Cosmere E equals MC squared? Brandon, I've thought about the concepts a lot. The numbers, I've tried to get some mathematicians. There are some lovely folks. I'm like, can we come up with a standardization? And it kind of broke their brains. Not because they aren't smart people. They're very smart people, but they're like, Brandon, where do we even start? How much energy is being expended? And this sort of thing. I would like to get a unit of measurement, uh, how much investiture equals how much energy, but at the same time, the work being done by the various magic systems 
It's going to be too constrictive to put too much math on that, I feel like. I would like to. It is a much bigger project than you might imagine it being. How much energy is stored in a sphere? That's kind of where we started. A sphere stores investiture. Obviously, some of that investiture is being lost as energy, is transferring energy as the sphere releases light. That is happening automatically. It's decaying and radiation is happening. How much is it therefore losing? How much could it do? How much of that can be transferred to doing work with lashing? All this stuff I've thought about way too much, and we have no answers for you yet because it's a really big project. Maybe we will someday, or maybe we'll just say this is too big a project to even be able to mathematically quantify. I'm sure if you have suggestions, you can post thoughts on the subreddits, and perhaps that will get to the various arcanists who are helping me with this. And uh, very recently, like days ago, by the time we record this, uh, Brandon did an AMA that he also streamed, and his answers were transcribed. Um and also relating to this word arcanists, Brandon is talking about like issues with books and like and he talks about Peter and Karen are good at spotting these mistakes. Uh, and he also says, you'll see in the next book that I've brought on people who I'm calling arcanists. These are fans who I've asked to check over specifically world building. This is very important to me because epic fantasy is about making you believe that it is real while you're reading. Uh and he doesn't want uh, this to be one of those where there's an inconsistency and it all like breaks down. So now you know. So cool. Yeah. Hate it when I when I read a fantasy novel and like the basic laws of of magic don't subject themselves to an easy two hundred one level course. It just kicks me out of the story every time. <laughs> I can't get on a Skillshare class about this. How dare they! <laughs> I want to learn about this. Yeah, imagine, imagine thirty years from now, there's like an actual Skillshare class that's like, I mean, Cosmere mechanics or like a Cosmere textbook. Yeah. Anyway, Evgeny, I it, it is I. It, it's me. It's my question. It is your question, and it's such a good uh, question too. Uh, yeah, one that Adam struggled with because I use a lot of commas apparently. Uh, so. <laughs> Also, also inspired by our Herald's episode, yes, uh, that we had recorded like weeks ago or weeks yeah. prior to this. Yeah, uh, I ask whether there are any genetic restrictions, spiritual or otherwise, to using an unsealed metal mind. For example, if Vivena got her hands on one of Alik's translation medallions, could she use it? Could Iatil uh, raises Babsk, mm -hmm. right? who is um, a descendant of, of Skadrians. Uh, Brent says, uh, no, they're not. People from off-planet could use one of the metal mines. Good question. I think that's what you're asking. Barring Elantris, most of these things don't have any kind of region lock on the magics. And the unkeyed investiture is, going, is, is, not, is not going to have a problem with that. Uh, that's kind of the whole point. It extends to people from off-planet. Really interesting, because we were talking about pretty much the same thing before, but with the Primer Cubes. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. this also goes back to... 
not our southern schedules episode but the the medallions yeah, episode the medallions that we did episode. uh mm-hmm. and we were wondering how like we we had at least a couple of prevailing theories on how nicrosil can factor into the construction of a medallion mm-hmm. uh like does it does it un- like does it add something on to your spirit web or does it unlock something on the spirit web? like and so what does it mean for a non-Skadrian to be able to use that when they don't have that latent preservation. Oh, uh, God. Like, like the granting the- on how you're tapping the Nicrosil. Yeah, right, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, right. How were how you able to ferrochemically tap a metal when you are not only not a ferrochemist, but you're also not even, like, you don't even have preservation in your in your soul. I mean, I, it just seems like anyone would be able to tap a Nicrosil mm. mind. I guess I that guess. seems to be yeah. the implication. Yeah. Assuming it, I guess it's identityless, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, but that medallions are, yeah. Well, right, but like you could imagine a so a Nicrosil fairing making like a bracer and like just one of their own metal minds. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, neat. I I suppose that means that. Axendweth, who I assumed was a fair chemist, does not need to be a fair chemist and could just be using one of these medallions. She could be using a bunch of medallions, yeah. essentially, right? Yeah. 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 Um, or not even a bunch, like she had. Well, so d- did she have a lot of rings? I don't oh, no, they did, did say that she had a lot of rings. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and I, also, I do vaguely remember that. Don't medallions like interfere with each other? Because we saw that Ali had to interchange them. Yeah, you can have. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Dance of mourning. Yeah, yeah but I don't. So they might have fixed that eventually. No, but stormlight happens before, before even Arrow two. two happens before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like, I don't know. There's maybe that's just not common to the southerners who are talking about in bands, right, or something like that. I don't know. Uh. Yeah, she did have rings, right? And typically when you're ha- using the medallion, you're not using a separate ring. Like, you're drawing the ability that is stored in the metal mind, right? Yeah. 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 So she, it's uh, just or, so like, she, probably... they, they, she might just like jewelry. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I, mean, I think it's it's more likely that she's just a, a fairing. Fair right? Yeah. At least a fairing. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so the next question is from Kessa Oda. If Kelsey had managed to get his hands on a Sprenbon, which order would he naturally gravitate towards in terms of personality and morals? Brandon, this is a really good question. I have trouble answering these because I feel like I need to take the quiz as Kelsey and check all the boxes. Where is Kelsey going to be? Maybe I need to start eliminating orders. So Skybreaker, probably not. <laughs> Windrunner, close, but no. Edge Dancer, maybe. The whole I will listen and the whole recover the past, it's really more a mere thing that Kelsey kind of picked up on, but it's where he found his center, so I would give him a partial hit on Edge Dancer. Dustbringer is a good hit also. This whole idea of self-mastery and pushing himself and things like this is going to be a good Kelsey fit. Bondsmith is going to be an okay Kelsey fit, with the kind of bringing together the crew and pulling off some big things. Lightweaver, not as much as you would think. I don't think Kelsia is there on the Lightweaver thing. What have I missed? Stoneward, no. Woolshaper, he'd be a good Woolshaper. Woolshaper is high on the list, but I think Edge Dancer might win, maybe. But he's kind of borrowing that. It's a tie between Edge Dancer and Dustbringer, probably. 
We'll shape this up there too, three-way tie. I'd have to answer the questions from the thing and see where we go. How cool. I think he missed Elskaller in Truth Watcher. And Truth Watcher. Yeah. 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 But he's not exactly a scholar. He, he's he's yeah. much more the stabby-stabby. Well, sure. I mean, Elskaller's are not meant to be. like Because one of the, the infamous or, or famous examples for Elskaller's is like the calculating soldier, right? But he's not that, no. No, no, no. No. I like how much Mare's thoughts and beliefs have just imprinted on Kelsier yeah. and have just become part of who he is. That is really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. big agree on that one. Yeah, agreed. I, I think Dustbringer would probably be the best fit. Uh, yeah. Personally, but uh, I mean, I think it just comes down to which spren do you attract and like can you mm -hmm. swear the oaths um yeah like i think dustbringer is the first one that comes to mind for me but it's definitely mm -hmm. interesting hearing brandon talk about some of the other ones that i probably wouldn't have thought of and hearing his explanations yeah. as to why i'm like actually no that does fit pretty well will shaper freeing people like yeah that, i mean that does check out he did do a lot of that so like yeah. that, that really does check out i so. really like the Armsmith edge dance bringing people actually. together yeah, well, is that Evgeny? I really like the edge dancer myself, yeah. um, mm. and I understand that. Yes, it was it was Mayor's thing, but I like I. It's important to him it now. Feel it feels right to me how much he's internalized the mayor's beliefs and and personality in a way and mm -hmm. and mission in uh, outlook in life. Mm. Yeah. Radica. Okay, so the next question is from Grand Admiral Thrawn Ten. Nice username. The Grand yep. Admiral himself. Wow. As a truth watcher, I am curious, are we going to learn the standard ideals that Stump would give, or will we just learn the ones Renarin and Relaine speak since they are bonded to Enlightened Spring? I need to know what my ideals are. And Brandon said, you will learn those both. You will learn the differences between them. I'm kind of being dodgy until I get to Renarin's book for some of this stuff, but my goal will be to give you both sets of ideals. Good. I would be... I'm glad. I want to know what the differences are between these. I, I need that. Uh, so, like, I feel like when we get to the end of Stormlight, we will get most ideals for most orders. And if not, he will, like, canonize them yeah. in Tell some them. form, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's got to. Uh, and I imagine he has the idea for every ideal, but maybe just not the specific phrasing, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely not the specific phrasing, right? Yeah, yeah. But just like the intent of what it would be and just like, okay, I gotta mm -hmm. make it pithy, you know? Good. Uh, I mean, makes sense that we gotta wait to Renarin's book though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Dresden TC 24 asks, uh, can other bondsmiths spren uh, become blades for their bondsmiths? And how would it affect the tower if the sibling became a blade? Brandon, I'm going to say it's outside the realm of possibility for the sibling right now. Is it possible for the other two? Yes, it's possible, but implausible. Highly implausible for the sibling. Yeah, I feel like if you if the sibling tried that, that would not go well for your theory. So nope. that, that's probably not a great idea. Well, also, the sibling is already kind of manifested, manifested in right, the physical realm. Right, yeah. As as like the, all the, the like the, yeah. the, the, the veins of the tower and yeah, so yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fabrials. Yeah, so like it wouldn't even make sense. Like there, you would need to do so many things and destroy your theory to probably make mm -hmm. that work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, don't do that. That sounds like a bad idea. Cool. Cool. Uh, but interesting that the others are possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reminded I mean, we did see, I mean, it's not that canon, but we did see a bondsmith like with a blade in the drawing Steve Argyle did. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. I mean, he said it is like the stereotypical bondsmith doesn't mean that it's any particular character. But <sighs> the fact that it's possible, though, and plausible. Yeah, I don't know sense. how much we need to look into that necessarily, right? Because it's like... It just seems so implausible that the Stormfather would ever allow someone to do yeah. that. But like maybe the Stormfather pre before Honor's death would have been very different, mm-hmm. right? Like that is possible. And maybe also the Night Watcher is just like, yeah, sure, that's, that's cool. But like Brandon does say it's possible but implausible, regardless. Let's go to the next question because I want to say this person's username, which is Dr. Bonko360. Nice. I don't even know what the question is, but I love the name. Yeah. Uh, let's see what the question is, though. <laughs> is there a difference between the way that Shalan broke, quote unquote, her bond with Testament and the way that the rest of the Radiants broke their bonds in the Recreants? Uh, so is there a difference between these that allowed Shalan to use surge binding between her bonds mm. With with testament and pattern, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Bit of a mind bender to process that, but let's yeah. see what Brandon says. Uh, kind of and kind of not. Thanks, Brandon. I mean, <laughs> the thing about it is, some of the things that are happening with Shalan could have happened in the past and probably did, but it's been so long ago and it's not really relevant. So it's less like she's done something super unique. And more like things that are happening with Shalan also probably happened, not with everybody, but with some. But there's just not a record of it, and it's not as relevant to the conversation. So less that she's special and more that it's a possibility. Not giving any confirmations to any specific items, just saying what is happening with Shalan could theoretically have happened in the past and probably did. Right, so pr- presumably what is happening is, okay, you you killed your Radiance friend, oops, uh, but you then bonded the Shardblade, cool, maybe you have some latent uh, yeah. surge binding abilities from there, and like, mm-hmm. you know, that is plausible that during the Recreant's time that that yeah. could have happened to some Radiance somewhere, right? Yeah, I sure. guess, because I can easily see, like, you know, all the Radiants uh, agree that, and their Spren agree that, okay, yeah, we have to do this for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. And then some of them are like, yeah, but this is this is my friend. I can't just, like, drop him in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. And so they, they pick up the blade and, and they carry it around. Yeah, that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there were a few times where Shalan used abilities though query whether her soul casting at the end of way of kings pre pattern or with a proto pattern bond i don't know uh is using the oh, testament stuff line. like oh god mm. yeah that timeline was for sure like 
frustrating, like what makes them that easy because I was like, we don't have the answers yet. We're missing one book at yeah. least to find out. We need some answers. Sorry. And Shalon's mom being a herald is not going to fix those answers. So we actually <laughs> yeah. still need those answers actually answered here. I cannot wait to find that out that she's actually more bonded. questions. It does create more questions, and we don't need more questions with Shalon. Yeah. Don't need more questions. How's the unmade relevant to the Devar household? We'll find out. You forget about yeah. that? Mm -hmm. No. I didn't remember. Cool. Okay. Uh, Odd Ben 11 asks Is the secret way that the God King and Warbreaker can have children the same way that the Heralds can? Brandon. Long series of uncertain sounds. <laughs> no, but there could be, I'm just going to say no, but interesting theorizing and it's possible that I could change my mind. It's interesting because I thought like it would have been the same. Like I thought it would, yeah. wasn't like a return thing. It was a, you're a cognitive shadow, cognitive you shadow. Have a child, um, but at least they are. Yeah. yeah so, but there's also the, the the notable oddity that the God King is his Supposedly body is one. made of flesh when the Herald's bodies are originally made of invest. Like the, the yeah. God King was born mm -hmm. a, a human person. None of this makes sense, but. No, but like you know the, what I'm the herald's body. I'm they actually following you completely. When the heralds come back from Braze, they're like their their body materializes into yeah. a thing, and like it's it's weird, yeah. and there is a qualitative difference there. So Gracie Moose says, "You've said Fane life has spread beyond the Yolen in significant ways." That's I think from one of the Secret Project dreams. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Have we seen this in the books, excluding Braze's Fane branch? And Brandon says, "No, you have not." Watch out for Shodel, they'll be showing up. Dragons will be showing up, but actual Fane life. When I'm talking about that kind of... I'm talking about the entire ecosystem. You'll know when, it, when you see it. That is really cool. That is really cool. Uh, also, mm -hmm. dragons showing up, Shodel showing yes. up. Nice. I'm really excited to see Very Shodel. Excited. Yeah. Yeah, that... And... <laughs> Fane life, you'll know it when you see it. Like, okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, the implication um, would be that the whole environment is, like, white. Right? Yeah, 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 From yeah. A yeah. little bit we know of dragon yeah, steel yeah. and all yeah. that. For for those of us, uh, for those of you who are not <laughs> in the deepest of the deeps, uh -huh. um, Shodel might yep. be a term that is a little unfamiliar to you. Yeah, oh, and it may well be, idea. yes. Uh, there's not a whole lot to know because we just don't know yep. that much about Shodel, but they are, um, uh, so Yolen, the original kind of world where the Shattering took place, had three sapient races. It had humans, which we're obviously very familiar with. We have dragons, which we're not very familiar with, but kind of understand. <laughs> dragons steal entertainment. <laughs> They're <Right>. there. <laughs> um, and, and it had Shodel. And they are... Uh, we haven't seen any on screen. We know that Ambition's vessel, Yulida, uh, and you might notice uh, a similarity in the naming convention yeah, between Shodel like and Yulida. Two short words with a space, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, uh, she? She? Yulida's female, yeah. yeah. She, she was a Shodel. Yeah. Um, and they, they, there's an entire 
ecosystem in the Cosmere, similar to the one that we like live and see in our world, um, where instead of like grass and trees and animals and things like that, there is feigned life. And we don't uh, really know what is, that means, really. We don't really know what that means. It's like a different version, a different ecosystem. And the show Dell fit in that ecosystem in the same way that humans and other races that we are familiar with fit into our kind of normal earthly ecosystem. It's uh, Brandon's described the show Dell as sort of like the if like our ecology and humans are like the sapient member of our ecology, the Shodel are like the sapient yep. uh, species in the Fane ecology. Anyway, so this is very cool. Uh, and I'm, I mean, mm. obviously, Brandon wouldn't have these three races if they didn't show up sometime, right? Like, obviously. Uh, uh, by the way, you can read some of the Dragonsteel Prime sample chapters Posted on Brandon's website, which I can put in the description, uh, and you can see at least it's not canonical, but a, a description of a dragon. Uh, you can go watch uh, Jarek be on the Shattered Plains fighting Shodel, which is that that's how it was on Yolan because before Brandon moved it to Roshar, uh, and you can read a little bit about that. Um, and or you can wait until the Words of Radiance Kickstarter when presumably it'll be released for the wider public rather Prime. than just the people who yeah. can go to yeah. the BYU library. And I'm thrilled that we'll actually be able to talk about it. <laughs> That'll be great. Cool. Awesome. Uh, I'm excited to see some fan ecology matter, and that's very cool that it's spread out in a significant way. Uh, okay. So our last question for this episode, uh, the cones of Dunshire, Stormlight Five Prologue. Are we supposed to getting uh, to be getting really weird vibes from the Stormfather, or is this just for lack of editing? And Brandon does the exact same thing as the Shalon uh, Herald mom. Why don't yeah. we? Why don't we let well, Brandon take this? Why one don't again? we let Brandon take it in? So you can just you can just hear exactly what he said. Oh, I don't know what you mean, weird. That totally seems like the way the Stormfather always acts and has always acted. <laughs> so, so that that is interesting. Uh, how clearly Brandon is aware of this, right? Like this is an intentional thing. Um. I hate this prologue so much. <laughs> I still think it's, it's so cool. the Stormfather, though. But the, the, this definite, like I know, he said the uh, Shalon's mom being a herald uh, one earlier doesn't really say anything, and this is could be similar. But I feel like this does give more fuel to. No, this isn't actually the Stormfather. That there's definitely something weird yeah. going on. Yeah. I think Brennan's trolling big time here, That's but very I, I can see what you mean about how this does kind of give more fuel to it. Yeah. But I think Brennan's just aware that people think this, and it's like, well, I'm not gonna stop people from being now, am I? He was yeah. aware not only that people think this, but that when he released the Stormlight Five prologue, people would like immediately gravitate to a theory like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like the two and... biggest things that seem to come out of that prologue is whether Shalon's mom is a herald and whether it's actually the Stormfather. So I would be really surprised if Brandon didn't see people talking about those things. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, also, oh, hey, Kelsier is there too. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah but he's kind of a step down from all of this, honestly. Like, <laughs> it was great that he wrong. showed up, but people you're just aren't wrong. talking about it as much. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, there, it's less of a controversy, right? Yeah. Than mm, those yeah. other things, whereas the other things are controversies. Though, Seon in a trench coat confirmed it's still tight. <laughs> And he actually like made it work. Yeah, and not be totally silly. Really dumb. (laughs) So good. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, at this stage, I feel like we just need to wait for the book. Uh, Like, it's not really. Yep. We we said what we wanted to say on the on our prologue episode, and I still think it's plausible it could be the Stormfather, but uh, this this does leave some room for weirdness. Um, I am still rooting for. It is still the Stormfather, but his personality has changed for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm glad Brandon is aware of this. All right. So that is all the bobs for this one. Uh, Wait two weeks and we'll have more from these spoiler streams. And we'll also talk a little bit about that R Books AMA and that there is movie news kind of. Stay tuned for that. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. So we'll, we'll, we'll open with that next time and do more spoiler streams. But for now, it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tia. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. All right, you know how the game is played. You send in five clues and a character to WTCC at 17shard.com. I reach, read each clue aloud. And after each clue, these guys have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. All right, this first, what what are you doing, Evgeny? Are you trying <laughs> to become an evil villain in a Western? Oh my God, that's horrifying. <laughs> How is this gameplay, Derek? Uh, <laughs> mm, I, yeah, mm, that's that's really great, Evgeny. Uh, all right, this first one is sent by Stephen McCullough, uh, and who man, so dangerous when the answer is the very first thing before the clues. Uh, just just dangerous. City is like the answer is. Oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Can't clue read number that one. one. This character is. Uh, clue number yeah right and just name the thing yeah <laughs> clue one this character is dead Kelsier it's not Kelsier B- Blushweaver <laughs> it's not Blushweaver I was like where are you going with that <laughs> I I hadn't decided whether I was gonna go with Blushweaver or Bluefingers oh okay sure fair <laughs> well then I'll take the other and I'll say Bluefingers it's not Bluefingers. Uh, clue two. This character was bonded to a spren. Malishi. It's not Malishi. Nice. Is he dead, wow. though? You don't know. I mean, it's been Teft. enough time, hasn't it's it? not Teft. Too soon. Rip Teft. Rip. Uh, bonded to a spren. Yeah. Tien? It's not Tien. Clue three. This character was supportive. Uh, was it Sill's former Shardbearer? No. I don't know their name. Oh, I think it starts with an R, I think, but no, it's not them. Okay. Um, oh, he had, a, he had a good name, like very yeah, yeah, short yeah. name. It definitely started with an R, though. Helleron? 
It's not Halloran. <sighs> also, I don't think he was bonded with a spren. Yeah. Um, well, he had a shard blade. I think he was given a shard blade. I yeah. think he was like you, on the way you, to like doing it. Bond, but but you you bond with the blade, and the blade <laughs> is a spren. Oh, I don't think that's what the spirit of that clue means, Evgeny. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know, Eric. I don't. I I don't have the email open. <laughs> I can't look at my bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. Eerie, Rira. <laughs> I, should, I should put my background to just be uh, the Roshar map just to really help you oh, guys you, out. You know? You can, you can, you can, no, we can just go through constellations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Renardy, the Scar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the um, Shoemaker who Yim. Uh, tried to help Yim. people. Yeah, no, it's not Yim. Clue four, this character was killed by the Parshendi. What? <laughs> oh, uh, sure blood. It is sure blood. <laughs> <laughs> it is sure blood, indeed. Uh <laughs> I am I am I I have I have grown wise to your tricks, listeners. <laughs> Sherblood's sure always a good one because it's like the Rashadium have this friend bond, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Clue five. Not, yeah. It can't be Gallant because no. Gallant is no. alive. Well, not dead. My, my favorite was uh, beating Paleo <laughs> because he guessed the wrong horse and I guessed the right horse <laughs> at the end of one of those. Uh, clue five. This character was one of Adolin's best friends. Nice. Nice. Cool. This next one is sent by a Neon Fox tribute. Is that a tribute to a neon fox, or is it a neon fox that's a tribute? I'm wondering if it's a Naruto reference. Okay, let us know. Let me know. All right. Clue one. This character once led a rebellion. Marsh. It's not Marsh. I like that, Very good guess. It's very good. Uh, It's easy to forget that fact, I feel like. Not Yeoman, uh, Yedin? It's not Yedin. I like it too. Same person I was thinking of. Nice. Um, Should have been faster. Um, High Prince, what's his, no, what's his name? Ah, the, the, the one from the Rift. Oh, oh yeah. Tanalan. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, it's not Tanalan. Senior or Junior? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite question. Uh, it is not Tanalan. I'll say Senior. it's not either Tantalan. That that is okay. that's fine. You that was going to be my next guess. So thank okay. you. <laughs> okay. The question, the answer is like which Tantalan battle links. of the rift, right? Like you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, clue two: This character has been stabbed. Blue fingers. Nope. Not blue fingers. I don't remember if he was stabbed. Mm. How did he die? I don't even remember if he did specifically die. I gotta be honest. Yeah, I don't I don't either. I, I, I was going to say that earlier. I'm like, did he die? I don't know about yeah, that. I wasn't sure. I got too caught up in that scene on like him his like not liking yeah. the betrayals and I don't remember what happened after. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah, Susan just kinda stops him and that's it. Uh Kelsier? It's not Kelsier. That's true. He was stabbed. He is very stabbable. <laughs> Spike. And also the spear. 
Oh, right. Yes, that's true. Yes. Raiden? It's not Raiden. Clue three. This character is controlled by someone else. Well, I was going to guess Ryle, but I don't think that applies anymore. Mm. Stabbed leader of a rebellion, or once leader of a rebellion. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was controlled by someone else. Raithen? Is not Raithen. The leader of the rebellion part doesn't fit that well, but... Uh, I mean, he kind of overthrew, like, yeah. Yeah, Duladel, right? Mm, yeah, that works. The citizen. It is not the citizen. That's good. Wow. That's a good one. Very good. We're running out of rebellions here. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Lots of people getting stabbed. Not mm. many, not many rebels. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna heavily lean on a technicality here and go with Ellen. It's not Ellen. Nope. Clue four. This character is from Skadriel. Which is very helpful given all your schedule guesses, I imagine. Uh, Penrod? Not Penrod. I'm gonna, again, lean on a technicality and say human. It is human, the Coloss. Oh, wow. Uh, this, this email also said uh, that had an alternative clue one uh, that was this character is human, but then put in parentheses, if you don't like this, the alternative is this character wants that a rebellion. And so I went with that because we have had a human, the Coloss, where the first clue is, is human. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, in the annotations, Brandon says human was a person named Vershad who lived in the Burnlands who led a rebellion and then eventually turned into a coloss. So. Oh, well, I, like, see, that's a technicality that I was thinking of. I was like, uh, if he led a rebellion, I, I was thinking of the rebellion, not from the annotations, because I actually haven't read all those oh. misborn ones, <laughs> but from, uh, like, this, like, rebellion of, like, the perception of coloss and, like, how hmm. oh, like, yeah, he wanted no. to be treated like a human. Yeah, no, he actually did le actually lead a rebellion, and very clearly. So, yeah. Oh, and clue Don't five was merchant. Hmm. Yes, I don't quite remember. Uh, clue five: this character is a coloss, so that that would that would help. No, real nice. Yeah, uh, I do appreciate the the parallel of the first clue being this character is human, and then the last clue being that is true. That is true. We do we do somewhat uh, miss that. But I do feel like whenever there's now the clue of this character is human. Yeah, you gotta guess human. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was another reason why I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like it because... works so well the first time and then it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. 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 So this next one uh, is from our priority queue. And so if you are a herald on Patreon, you can submit priority queue things that we get to sooner than uh, otherwise. <laughs> So this one is sent in by Psychopathic. Clue one, this character is a warrior. Vin. It's not Vin. Sadie's the Sunmaker. It's not Sadie's the Sunmaker. Hmm. Don't know why that popped into my mind. No. I am I am reading about Vershad. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna guess. Yeah, so um, well let me let me get my guess out of the way. Okay. Um Nodon. It's not Nohadan. Okay, before we before we go into the next one, uh, I had forgotten like ninety percent. I know, isn't it cool? So he he was a Scar Rebel. 
Southeast Final Empire, same area, clubs uh, fought in his youth. Uh, yada yada. His preferred methods involved converting the local ska population to his side, convincing him, and then convincing him to give him supplies. In return, he and his band would raid the village, only attacking the nobility, allowing <laughs> the ska to get back at him. Ah, uh, nice. Love as well as earning even more supplies. Yeah, and didn't eventually the Lord Ruler just tire of this gimmick and just like sent the Coloss to kill them all? Yeah. 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 Sounds With the right. aid of an Inquisitor. Yeah. Who set an ambush as well as betraying the rebels. Yeah, don't go against the Lord Ruler generally. That's, you're going to have a very brutal end. Uh, clue two. So the first clue was this character is a warrior. Uh, clue two, this character appears frail and weak. The Lord Ruler. It's not the Lord Ruler. Who only sometimes appears frail and weak. That's true. And then other times he appears thick. Very thick. Double yeah. C. Triple C. Yeah. Triple C. If you The wants. Lord. Sazed. It's not Sazed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Also sometimes thick. Yes. That's exactly what you can just go through fine. every single fair chemist and <laughs> do the that. same thing. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Easy. Didn't will. Thick. <laughs> um, Wayne, not thick. I always like a, my head cannon of Wayne. Like even though we've got description, has always been like this little plump man. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> well. Yeah, I buy that. Vistum. It's not Vistum. Clue three: This character is a main character. What? Raiden. It's not Raiden. Like, for, for the story they're in, you know? Does it mean character. to be a main character? Because you would so un many... unambiguously say this no, is a I main know. character. I know. Yeah, yeah. Appears um, frail and weak, mm -hmm. and is also a warrior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a great expression there, Getty. And it's not Vin. It's not Vin. No, it's not Vin. Renarin? It's not Renarin. Good one. Yeah. Um, yes. Ellen before. Before he got swole. Yeah, because like later on, like he like Vin trains him and all that, but mm -hmm. he definitely could have told his own. Yeah. Yeah. In Final Empire. No, no, no. It's not Ellen. Clue four. This character has scars over their arms. <laughs> Who wants to say it? <laughs> no, no. The, oh, no. Zane. It's not Zane. Probably. Not, not a <laughs> Come on. Kind of in his book, he is. For the book he's in, he, he, he is a viewpoint character. Like you could, you could maybe say he's a main character. <sighs> wants to say it. No, no, I will, I will lose this round before, before guessing Kelsier. <laughs> what if it genuinely is Kelsier? Then I will lose this round before guessing it. <laughs> okay, nobody else is gonna guess it, so I'm gonna say Kelsier. It's not Kelsier. No, I imagine that wasn't. That would be so funny. That would have been really funny. That would have been really funny. This character the is a world-hopping storyteller. 
I, def I just wanted to get Kelsey out of the way, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Probably not Warbreaker. Not Elantris. There's like three main characters there and none of them work. Shadows for Silence? I don't think so. Sixth of the Dusk? Doesn't appear fray or weak. <laughs> White Sand? No. <laughs> I thought we were going all the way to White Sand. <laughs> Is it Spook? It's not Spook. Clue 5. This character has multiple personalities. Taravangian. It's not Taravangian. What? Hoid. It's not Hoid. What? <laughs> I feel like any subset of like three of these clues should have been... I know. Extremely telling. Mm -hmm. I can give a bonus clue too. Hold up, I'm gonna I'm gonna go meta. Okay. It's a main character. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's a main character in a Brandon Sanderson book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It could be a main character of an in-world story. Okay. Of a Brandon Sanderson okay. I'm curious to see if you'll pull this together here, Evgeny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fleet is not noted to have scars. Yep. Neither is Daffodil or Daretha or whatever. Daffodil. Daffodil. That, 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 that's as good as King Idris. Please do not forget that. I remember King Idris from Ben. I miss Ben. Ben's so busy doing Diceborn that he hasn't been on. But uh, good old King Idris. Uh, Vivenna. It's not Vivenna. I'll give you a bonus clue. The bonus clue is this character's from Cell. I'm out. I don't know. There are. Oh, I should Three take it main back. characters. Oh, shy. Why? Uh, yes, Jess, it is shy. It is shy. I didn't say shy. Oh, I, did. I said no, the uh, monk Veronica. guy. Oh, the monk guy. Veronica oh, well, said well, shy. Veronica said shy. Yes, it is shy. Uh, I, I admit I am not. Stamped. Yeah, I. Yeah, it wasn't in the compromised appearance section, so I was a little concerned uh, if they actually left scars. Like maybe they magically faded, you know? So I wasn't quite sure. Anyway, it's it been is... a very long time since I read that book. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while yeah, for like, me, too. I was like, the moment you said so, I was like, this is the only possible thing that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Exactly. Well, that was a good one. Uh, and yeah, so we will see you all next time for more WOBs. And you can find us on 70 for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever hope to want. Ever. Uh, yeah, that's right. Ever. Um, and we got a Discord. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube. Leave a comment below about what you think Shard Investitures tastes like. That's that's what we're going with, I guess. Ambition. I think Ambition is the one that stumped us. Well, did you get through every Shard? I think there were some Shards. No, 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 but like Ambition, ambition was yeah, especially the ambition. one where we were like, uh, yeah. list out all all of them and see, uh, and. Yeah, we will see you all next time. Support us on Patreon, too. Uh, yeah, we got cool stuff. So, see you all next time. Bye. 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 -bye. Ka.